welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Mark Cologne Wrestling Podcast. Yes, that is right, ladies and gentlemen. It is your boy, the Mark Cologne, and I am here to talk about Royal Rumble, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, AEW, and more. And I have a special guest later on, Marquis Fanes. You guys, if you guys remember him, he will be back. He will be on the show today. Um, Give him a call earlier. Though. Hey, man, when I get home, I'm going to give you a call. So, uh, I can have you on the podcast. Um, it's been a minute, and that's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. Ate some edibles. I'm drinking Modelo the beer. And, uh, yeah, it's time to go, people. <laughs> it's time to go. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's talk about it. Let's talk about the Royal Rumble, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my goodness, what a Royal Rumble it was. Oh my goodness. The Royal Rumble was freaking amazing. Um, you know, the kickoff show, you've seen Charlotte Flair and Oscar versus Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler with Jackson Baszler defeating Flair and Oscar with the help of Ric Flair and Lacey Evans to win via pinfall to win the tag team titles. Um this was amazing with amazing storytelling. Um, for it to be on the kickoff show was really good. Um, and you know to see, um, what 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 transpired here. Um, it it was truly 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 amazing. Um, I enjoyed it, people. I'm not on audio. I enjoyed it very very much. I was like, damn, this is this is cool. Like you know, um, this is good. So, man, I mean, I was, you know, because I had gotten to watching, I was, the show had already started, um, and I was like, uh, should I, should I, um, you know, watch, watch the kickoff, I'm like, yeah, I mean, I figured it was going to be this match, and, uh, which it was, and I had, I, I had watched it, um, I had watched it, and I said, damn, this is, matching bad, matching bad, um, so I'm in the process of watching the whole thing. And I watch it from the beginning because, uh, you know, I didn't want to miss nothing. I'm like, damn. Lacey and Rick come out and they lose. Setting up uh, something huge. Setting up something huge. Um... Alright, so we have we had that, right? And then we had the regular show. Starting off with thank God the WWE championship was what was gonna be on the line. Drew McIntyre versus Goldberg. That's right. Um we had that to start off the show, which was good. I felt like it was a, a tremendous way to open up the show. Um So we had that, um, which drew the match was only like two minutes, officially two minutes, uh, and 
Um, hey, it was hurt. Was it? It wasn't bad in a way. Was it quick? Obviously, but that's what Goldberg does in his matches. But McIntyre did defeat Goldberg via pinfall to retain the title. So that was good. And now Drew can uh, move on. Drew can move on now. Then the SmackDown Women's Championship was on the line. Sasha Banks versus Carmella. Right? Um, Banks defeated Carmella via submission to retain the title. This was a phenomenal match, an amazing match. Um, how, uh, you know, from getting Reginald, uh kicked kicked off uh ringside where the the refs sent them to the back it, it became even a better match became even a better match and it was just it was absolutely amazing it, uh and these two women they tore the house down they tore their house down um and I'm not even talking about the royal rumble right because even that that those ladies tore the house down on that too but this just it resided with me on a, on, a, on a whole nother scale, really. The to to be honest with you guys, um. So you know we had that, um, and then, and then, ladies and gentlemen, we uh, we had. Trying to make sure I don't forget anything. Before I go to the Royal Rumble, obviously Roman and KO. Um, but I'm trying to make sure there wasn't like another one. Um, because yeah, the men's Royal Rumble, uh, the women's Royal Rumble. Um, yeah, I believe there was only uh five matches, which everybody was bashing because they're like. Oh, how could there only be uh five matches? What the hell? People you guys complain you guys complain when there's little matches and you guys complain when there's a lot of matches. It's like, come on people. Um right and uh I I you know as long as I have good wrestling I don't give a damn how many matches there is. Like when there's WrestleMania, I don't care. I really I don't care, people. Like I said, as long as it's a good effing match, I'm okay with it. I'm I'm totally okay with it. Really. I am so good with it, people. And the reason I am is because if it's good fucking wrestling, shit, I'm, hell, you could give it to me. Whoa, that sounded wrong. <laughs> Just every single week, I really, I'm, I'm good with it. So, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not one of those dudes that's going to be uh, bashing WWE because of, uh, too many matches, excuse me. If anything, if anything, the only way I would complain if it's like every single pay-per-view, you have like seven hour pay-per-views. Um, then it's like, alright. Um but if not, if not, then I would have to say that uh 
then I'd have to say that at the end of the day, I'm good with it. You want to give me three hour pay per views? I'm, I'm totally good with it. I think that's how it should be. I think Raw should be two hours. I think SmackDown should be two hours. NXT, AEW, they should be two hours. And then the pay per views should be three. Unless it's a very, very big pay per view like uh, the Royal. Sorry. Not the Royal Rumble. Uh, WrestleMania. Maybe even WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Survivor Series, and. Uh, Survivor Series, SummerSlam, WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, those those pay-per-views, they get absolutely, they can run for more than three hours. Um, but every other pay-per-view, yeah, three hours max. Um, and I think WWE start heading that way. I think they've learned they've learned from this uh this pandemic that they can a- absolutely run three hours, and uh, obviously fans uh reside better with that. They feel more comfortable watching a three-hour pay-per-view with only five matches that tore the house down instead of a a five, six, four-hour pay-per-view, which uh, there's some good, some bad, and very worse. Um, so I, I definitely, definitely, uh, I love it. I love it. Um, now when we talk about the Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens match, that was phenomenal. It was absolutely amazing, amazing match between these two men. Um, oh my goodness, from they went all over the arena, which I love. Which I love. Um obviously Paul Heyman accompanied 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 uh Roman Reigns to the ring. Um so that was good. Um I mean, Kevin Owens got ran over with the freaking golf cart. He got thrown off, uh, freaking second floor, basically. More like a, a platform. Um, Roman went through some shit too. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, <laughs> it was it was good. It was very good, people. It was very good. Yes, they botched a little at the end, but the the announcers tried their best to just like make it seem like all right, this is why they 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 stopped the count, right? Um, so at the end of it, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. I am. Um, obviously, Paul Heyman couldn't um unlock <laughs> the unlock the handcuffs, but he, he eventually got it. Eventually got it, so uh, I I was very impressed, very happy with the the circumstance, the outcome. All right, um, but then um, so you know, obviously, and you know what, if you want to continue this Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens feud, you you have something here, people. You have oh, the rest stopped the count. He should never stop it. I deserve another uh, another title shot, and. Uh, there's a case for it. There's a case for it. So, it's it's possible. It is possible, people. All right. Um, and then we have the women's Royal Rumble. Bailey and Naomi started as number one and number two. Um, this was phenomenal. I absolutely loved it. A lot. Of, a lot of great things happened. I mean, you talk about Billy Kay trying to partner up with so many people to to get in the Rumble with. Um. Man, she came in at number four. Uh, Bianca Belair actually came in at number three. 
um, Jillian Hall, uh, she she showed up in the in the Rumble. She was the first surprise entrant. Um, Ric Flair's music hit was Charlotte already in the ring, um, which obviously outcame Lacey Evans with Charlotte's robe. Um, yeah. Also, um, also, uh, Alicia Fox did win the, uh, 24-7 championship before our troops winning it back during the Royal Rumble match. So that was good as well. Um, there was a lot of great things. There was a point where Nia Jackson, um, it basically looked like they were going to take on Natalia to enter the number, uh, number 30 spot. Which didn't happen. I was like, oh my god, they're going to take Natalia out and somebody else is going to join the fray. And, but no, did not happen. It was a, a tease. They teased the hell out of us. Um, the final four did come down to Natalia, Belair, Flair, and Ripley. Um, obviously Natalia getting eliminated and then it was Ripley, Flair, and, and Belair. Um, then Flair got eliminated, then it was Belair and uh, Ripley, or Belair uh, eliminating Ripley to win the Royal Rumble. She was in the Royal Rumble for 56 minutes, 49 seconds. Um, she set a, a record for the longest entry in a woman's Royal Rumble. Um, so, so that was good. That was good. She did it. It was a very good Royal Rumble match, people. I mean, you had, um... You had Bailey at number one, Naomi at number two, Bianca Belair at number three, number four was Billy Kay, number five was Shotzi Blackheart, number six was Shayna Baszler, number seven was Tony Storm, number eight was Jillian Hall, number nine was Ruby Riot, number ten was Victoria, number eleven was Peyton Royce, number twelve was Santana Garrett, thirteen was Liv Morgan, fourteen was Rhea Ripley, fifteen was Charlotte Flair. 16 was Dana Brooke, 17 was Tori Wilson, 18 was Lacey Evans, 19 was Mickey James, 20 was Nikki Cross, 21 was Alicia Fox, 22 was Mandy Rose, 23 was Dakota Kai, 24 was Carmella, 25 was Tamina, 26 was Lana, 27 was Alexa Bliss, 28 was Ember Moon, 29 was Nia Jax, and 30 was Natalia. Alright, and then we had the men's Royal Rumble with the number one, number two entrance being Edge. Um, and Randy Orton, uh, Edge attacked Randy before even Randy making it to the ring. Um, so that was good. I mean, he took out Randy until the end of the Rumble. Until the end of the rumble, where eventually everybody just forgot about that Randy was doing it, but me. I still remembered. I still remembered. Um, we seen uh Carlito return. That was freaking amazing. Seeing my one of my childhood childhood uh, heroes return. We see Damian Priest. We seen Damian Priest. Uh. Obviously, bad ladies and gentlemen, Bad Bunny did perform. That's my dude. Um, if y'all don't know, I'm Puerto Rican. He's a Puerto Rican rapper. He's huge in Puerto Rican in the United States, all over the world, um, really. And he uh, he was there. The Miz destroyed uh, his DJ booth on his way to the ring. 
which led to Bad Bunny walking to the ring, distracting Miz and John Morrison, and allowing Priest to eliminate both. But then Bad Bunny hit a crossbody from the top rope to the outside on Miz and Morrison. Um, and Priest looked, Priest looked hella strong. He he eliminated Kane. He eliminated the Miz and Morrison. Um, who else did he eliminate? Um. Yeah, priest priest eliminated a few people. Um, but then obviously Bobby Lashley came in eliminating Dominic Mysterio and Damian Priest. Alright, um the Hurricane returned. That was cool. That was very cool. Um Christian returned. Man, I tell you, man, that was phenomenal. I mean MJ was sleeping at the time already, so I wasn't able to be like, oh my god, but I was just like I was in awe. Like what? Chris last year with Edge, this year's Christian. Like oh my, it was amazing. It was amazing. Um, <laughs> AJ Styles kept getting help from his uh, security guard, which was good. Um, it was definitely amazing. Um, Seth Rollins made his return at number twenty nine. That was good. Happy to see Seth. Um, he makes his return next week on SmackDown, and then Braun Strowman at number 30, um, but, uh, it came down to Edge, I'll tell you guys right now who it came down to, um, so it came down to, <clears throat> came down to Stro Strowman, Rollins, Edge, and Christian, Edge and Christian worked together to eliminate Strowman. And Edge eliminated Rollins. Seemingly uh, to win the match. And obviously Christian did get eliminated. I believe Rollins eliminated Christian. If I'm not incorrect. I might be incorrect though. Um, but. As Edge eliminated Rollins. Thought he won the match. Orton ran back in the match, hit an RKO, and Orton was about to eliminate Edge when Edge reversed and tossed Orton to the floor, winning the Royal Rumble from the number one spot. Lasting more than 58 minutes to win his second Royal Rumble. Um, So yeah, he won the Royal Rumble 58 minutes, 28 seconds. This was phenomenal. The story he told, just everything, everything from entering at number one and lasting, outlasting everyone. It was absolutely amazing. It was. Um, so Edge and Bianca Belair won the Royal Rumble. Well deserved. Well deserved. Um, I picked three people. <laughs> All right, we uh we can talk about Monday Night Raw. We could talk about Raw, people. Um, Edge helps closing the book. Orton cut a backstage promo early in the show, promising that Edge will not be main eventing WrestleMania. That Orton said what Orton said was because Edge had made him out to look like a liar when he returned to the ring after Orton said Edge would never wrestle again. Edge would also cut a backstage promo saying Orton is a black 
cloud that hangs over his family's head and calling Orin jealous from not being the type of man he is. Edge vowed to take this opportunity to put Orton behind him, get closure, and go on to WrestleMania to regain a world championship never lost in the ring. So it happened. Obviously, Edge defeated Randy Orton via pinfall. Um, this was a phenomenal match. Phenomenal match between the two. Um, with the help from Alexa Bliss, though, because Alexa Bliss did appear, Randy Orton was looking at her how, as Alexa was sitting on the top rope with blood running from her mouth. Orin turned around back to Edge, but turned uh, into a spear for the win, and Alexa Bliss was good. Was gone, sorry, was gone. Um, this was absolutely amazing. I don't think it's the last time. We'll see. It might be the last time they ever have a match against each other, but um, it was absolutely amazing. It was it was good and interesting to see Alexa Bliss, you know, show up and distract Randy. Like, uh, don't forget, we're still here, we're still here, Randy. So that that was that was good, people. That was good. Um, Sheamus delivers a message. Obviously, McIntyre opened the show with the in-ring promo as he praised the action from the Royal Rumble, but he was interrupted by the Royal Rumble winner Edge. Uh, McIntyre was praising the hell out of Edge, um, which, ladies and gentlemen, led to Edge asking what was wrong with the WWE champion. Instead of uh, showering with compliments, he should be kicking his head off, which brought off brought out Sheamus. And then, uh, you know, Edge said, I still got to think about some things. Warren McIntyre that he has a target on his back. Looking at Sheamus, Edge left the ring. McIntyre turned around and Sheamus hit McIntyre with a broke kick. So, ladies and gentlemen, it looks like we're going to have a program with Sheamus. With Sheamus and uh, McIntyre, it's going to be a phenomenal program. They already have a story there. You know, best friends turning into enemies. Um, you know, like Sheamus, why did he do this? Really? Um, it's going to be interesting to see. And I can't wait to see what happens. Um, probably for the next month or two, this is what we'll, uh, we'll get. All right. Um. What else happened on WWE Raw? United States Championship was on the line. Riddle defeated Bobby Lashley via disqualification after uh, Lashley refused to break the hurt lock. Um, this is a uh, this is gonna be interesting. This is gonna be a, this is a hell of a story. Um. And I'm actually happy that it ended the match ended this way because you could continue the story and it's going to be interesting to see what um what WWE has in store for Red on Bobby Lashley and the Hurt Business because the Hurt Business they look like they're ready to uh, end their relationship. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. It's going to be interesting to see. Um, Alfredo takes that United States Championship off off Bobby Lashley, and how? That's the big thing. How will the hurt business finally turn on Bobby, or what? 
Um, Xavier Woods defeated Mustafa Ali via pinfall. The Miz and John Morrison hosted Bad Bunny on Miz TV. Uh, the Miz did apologize to Bad Bunny for destroying his DJ booth at the Royal Rumble. And that he heard that Bad Bunny wanted to become a WWE superstar. They offered him a help with his dream if he helped them record an album. The two became angry, though, when uh, Bad Bunny had said no, drawing Damien Priest to the ring where he laid out the Miz with a forearm. Um, and then Damien Priest defeated the Miz via pinfall after hitting the Reckoning. Um, so what happened here was, uh, people, Bad Bunny had called a distraction, taking the money in the bank briefcase and hitting John Morrison with the microphone to set up Priest's, uh, finish. So that, that's good. Could you imagine Bad Bunny cashing in the money in the bank briefcase at WrestleMania? <laughs> That'd be great. Or Damian Priest. Hey, people. That's somebody I could definitely see. But I don't think it'll happen. I think they're going to let the Miz rock it out. Um, it's going to be interesting because there there's rumors going around that Bad Bunny could be um, wrestling in this year's WrestleMania. He's training for a match. So uh, we'll see what happens there. We'll see what happens there. Um, the Raw Tag Team Championships will be on the line. The Hurt Business defeated Lucha House Party via pinfall to retain the titles. So, uh, that happened. Even though there's so there's there's something on going on with the Hurt Business all around. It ain't looking good, but we'll see what happens leading up to WrestleMania. Uh, Lana and Naomi defeated Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose and Charlotte Flair and Asuka via pinfall to become the new number one contenders for the Women Tag Team Championships. Um, when Naomi hit Oscar with the rear view, the match did end when Ric Flair's music hit and he and Lana came to the entrance ramp. Sorry, not he and Lana. Um, he and Lacey Evans. Char Charlotte tagged herself out and took off in pursuit and a confused Oscar was taken out by Naomi. Then you had Alexa Bliss defeat Nikki Cross via pinfall, which uh, which was good um, as she ended up transforming into uh, the Alexa Playgrounds look. And uh, yeah, you know what happens next. <laughs> then Jeff Hardy and Carlito defeated uh, Elias and Jackson Riker via pinfall after Hardy hit Elias with what they swan Tom bomb. Sorry. Carlito was in his first Raw match in more than a decade after returning at the Royal Rumble. Carlito did hit a Elias with a backstabber and tagged out too hardy for the Swanton finish. Um, so it's going to be interesting. I, I heard Carlito be there for a few weeks, basically auditioning just like um, just like um, MVP did last year. So uh, yeah, I hope hope he stays in WWE for a while. Maybe wins one more championship. Wouldn't be mad if you won the tag team titles, to be honest. I wouldn't be mad. Um, oh, and I also want to talk how Edge gave the rub to Damian Priest. I mean, he got over. He got over on Raw. He got over at the Rumble. And it was just the same thing with Cena did it with The Undertaker. It looked exactly the same when Edge did it with Damian Priest. So we know who... uh. 
the next guy is. All right, let's talk about some NXT, ladies and gentlemen. NXT was uh, this past Wednesday, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez versus Caden Carter and Casey Casanaro. That's right. Uh, this was to open up the show um, for the for a spot in the finals of Dusty Cup tournament, where we seen um, where we seen uh, Gonzalez and Kai. Defeat the team of Carter and uh, Katsunaro. Um, this was a pretty good match. Um, Gonzalez and Kai, they're definitely destined for th- great things as individuals. But as a team, oh my goodness, they could bring a lot to this division. Which is, this division is missing a lot knowing they don't have a lot of tag teams. So definitely amazing. Um, Alright, we had that. And then we had Austin Theory versus Leon Ruff. Um... Right, um, so, Austin Theory did defeat Leon Ruff, um, after the match was over, though, um, Theory went to use the ring bell to end, and, to end Leon Ruff, but Dexter Loomis showed up to prevent that, so this was good, this was good, enjoyed it, um, Lucha House Party versus Le Havo Del Fantasma. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Um, um obviously, uh, Le Havo Del Fantasma, they got the victory. Um, Edge steps into a NXT ring for the first time. That's right. We've seen Edge step into an NXT ring where, uh, Pete Dunn and Finn Balor were in the ring. They were exchanging promos. Um, Balor accepted Dunn's challenge at TakeOver, which led Edge to make his way to the ring. Where, basically, uh, he teased one of you guys. I might choose to fight at WrestleMania for the NXT title. So, that was definitely interesting. You know, when when I look at this, right... I would not be surprised if AJ Styles faces Finn Balor at WrestleMania for that NXT Championship. I would not be surprised. Don't see it happening, but I wouldn't be surprised. Then we had Jesse Kamea versus Tony Storm. It was alright until uh, Mercedes Martinez showed up and called the disqualification by attacking Tony Storm. But then Io Shirai, she uh, walked down and watched them fight while she sat on the top turnbuckle. She waited until the right time to hit both women with a moonsault at the same time. So obviously, these women, they're ready to get their hands dirty on t- at TakeOver, which is this weekend coming up. Well, next weekend. Guys, I'm recording this Saturday night, so. <laughs> Santos Escobar versus Kurt Stallion for the Cruiserweight Championship. Um, yeah, people. Escobar retained his championship when he had his finisher. Um, after the match, Karrion Cross came out and beat up Mendoza and Wild before he gave Escobar a warning and told him to run run along. Hmm, that's gonna be interesting. 
That is very interesting to see what happens with Escobar and uh, Karrion Cross. I wonder if uh, Karrion Cross is gonna um is gonna uh get the shot at the Cruiserweight Championship. Gonna be interesting to see. Um, Timothy Thatcher and Tommaso Ciampa versus Adam Cole and Roderick Strong on the main event. Um, with Ciampa and Thatcher, obviously, they're feeling the Undisputed Era. Uh, <clears throat> um, this was very good. Um, awesome to see, um, you know, the tag teams for men's and women, you know, doing great things. Absolutely amazing. It's going to be interesting to see. Um, you know, as the tournament keeps uh, going on, who who makes it and who doesn't, right? Um, AEW Beach Break Results. That's right. And a tag team battle royal with Jericho and MJF. They won the, the battle, royal, battle royal earning a shot at the Young Bucks on March Seventh. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. So that means it'll be MJF. MJF and Jericho versus the Young Bucks for the tag team titles. That's going to be amazing. That is going to be absolutely amazing. I cannot wait to see what happens there. I cannot wait. All right, we had a uh, Darby Allen and Sting address Revolution Street Fight. Sting did reveal he'll be there next week to make sure the things, the match remains one on one. After it was announced that Allen will defend his TNT Championship against Joey Janela before Revolution, um, so yeah, yes, people. It's going to be uh, interesting. Interesting to see. Alright. Uh, I don't I feel like Sting may be getting into our ranks rather sooner than later. Um, then we had Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker. That's right. Uh, with Baker defeating Rosa via referee, referee decision. So, there's kind of like an MMA style where the ref's like, yes, you can't go no more. So that was definitely interesting. Um, and I like the way they're pushing Bert Baker. Um, I think you should. She's obviously the future of AEW's women division. Um, and I'd like to see her win the championship. I really would. I would. All right. Then uh, we had Hangman Adam Page and Matt Hardy versus Chaos Project. That's right. Hardy and Page defeated Serpico and Luther. So, uh, I still don't know what the situation is with Hangman Page and Matt Hardy, but for now, they tag team well. So, had that. And then the wedding of Kip Sabian. And Penelope Ford, ladies and gentlemen, with the best man Miro and his butler Charles Taylor. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. As uh, 
the groom, Kip Sabian, the best man, Miro, and Vicky Guerrero made their entrance. Jerry Lynn walked the aisle arm in arm with Bride Penelope Ford, delivering her in front of the rather sinister minister, Father James Mitchell. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so... There was a change, exchange of vows, the rings, my dues, blah, 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 blah. Mitchell uh, asked if anyone had any objections. Miro cut that off, reminding the bride and the groom of the nightmarish weddings. He had lived through the past. Mitchell pronounced Sabian and Ford, husband and wife. They kissed. And Miro delivered a toast. All right. Here's the the part, people. Meryl attacked the gift. He was certain it was a trick, but turned out not to be one. Chuck Taylor chained Meryl to the bottom rope, blasted Sabian, and knocked Ford into the cake. Orange Cassidy appeared and joined Taylor standing tall and leaving the best man seething in anger. So, uh, I, this was one of the better ones. I'm not going to lie about it. It really was. I enjoyed it fairly well. But, uh, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> um, Lumberjack match, Lance Archer versus Eddie Kingston. Archer defeated Kingston. Um, this was good. This was good. Um, I enjoyed. I'm happy Archer won. I am so happy he won. He actually... Like, people, is Archer actually want a match? Oh, my goodness. What have we been in for? <laughs> right? Um, but, yeah, this was good. This was good. Um, let's see what happens next with those guys. And then John Moxley, Ray Phoenix, and Pog versus Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers. That's right. All right. Um. So, Omega and the Good Brothers defeated Phoenix, Pac, and Moxley. Um, which, uh, after the match, you see an Archer. He hit the ring, ladies and gentlemen. He hit the ring um, and cleared out Anderson and Gallus. Then, in a shocking conclusion, Kenta appeared and laid out Moxley. But they go to sleep to end this show. A hell of a main event, a hell of a show. A phenomenal way to end the show with Kenta coming out. Man, that was that was stunning. That was fantastic. And uh it's gonna be interesting to see what happens between you know with New Japan Wrestling AEW and um obviously, you know, the bullet clubs over there. So it's gonna be interesting to see if they show up. Uh to see Kenta show up and do what he did at Moxley. That was amazing. People, it was amazing. I mean, like, it don't, it don't get better than this. It don't. It does not. And it really, a lot of times, it won't. So, uh, that was good. That was good. All right. Um, 
we can move on to uh to SmackDown. We can talk about SmackDown, ladies and gentlemen, before I call Marquise. Roman Reigns demands Edge's respect. Roman Reigns opened the show with a promo, quickly brushing aside his win over Kevin Owens after Royal Rumble before shifting his focus to Edge. Reigns said that since Edge gets the challenge for the World Championship in the main event of WrestleMania, he knows he's coming for the true main eventer. Reigns then took issue with being out first on the night ahead of Edge, saying the Royal Rumble winner was being disrespectful for making him wait. Reigns demanded Paul Heyman make Edge come to the ring, which Heyman attempted to initiate only to be told that Edge was not in the building. And then a angry, very, very angry Roman Reigns, ladies and gentlemen, demanded to know why Edge was playing games and demanded he give a decision a decision by the end of the night. Um, Edge arrived earlier in the night. He closed the show by coming to the ring door for a promo. After discussing discussing how his desire desires to regain a world title he never lost drove him to the Rumble victory. And then he uh, he turned his uh, attention to the difficulty of choosing his WrestleMania opponent saying everyone he asks gives him a different answer. Reigns, Heyman, and Jey Uso then interrupted the promo, marching to the ring. Edge did ask Roman, um, was he sweating him, bringing him back up to the ring. Um, but then Reigns dismissed Uso, telling him he would meet him at the bus. Reigns demanded Edge acknowledge him. Walking forward as Edge smirked, Reigns was then spun around by Kevin Owens and hit the stunner in which Reigns was left down as the show went off the air. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. A phenomenal story. Ladies and gentlemen, a phenomenal story that was just told there. With the whole Edge, with the whole uh, Kevin Owens, it was phenomenal. Like I said, obviously Roman Reigns and KO... They're not done. Edge, man, it's it's tough to pick. I'm I'm gonna say Edge. If the Rock can't come, if Rock Lester can't come for Roman. I say Edge is gonna pick uh Roman, but I can see him picking Drew, as well. Um, but it looks like Edge will probably be a heel. With Drew, that's what it's looking like. Um, with Roman, obviously he would be the face. Um, yeah, so phenomenal. It's going to be interesting to see, um, what happens. Sorry, guys. I mean, I would love to see a Roman Edge match, man, but I don't want to see that title off Roman yet because, uh, the great, the great things he's doing right now in the WWE. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Um. Bianca Belair almost calls WrestleMania shot. The one thing I was um, not too happy about was that I didn't see Bianca on Raw. I would like to see her on Raw confronting the Raw, the Raw Women's Champ. I really would have. I really would have. Um, but uh, Belair did come to the ring later in the show and said that if she truly wanted to put the EST in WrestleMania, 
Um, she would have to do it her own way before she was able to her announce her decision. She was interrupted by Reginald. Reginald suggested that Belair could be Oscar, but that she couldn't be Sasha Banks or Carmella. Then Carmella came out to the ring. As she said, I hold two wins over Sasha Banks, and she certain she was certain she could do the thing to Belair. But then brought this brought out Sasha Banks, who brushed off Carmella before turning her attention to Belair, giving her credit for the for the rumble performance, obviously, ladies and gentlemen. And she said Belair may have it all, but she doesn't have the SmackDown championship. Regano interrupted again and Belair whipped her hair ending the segment. Without Belair making a final decision, um, I absolutely love that she didn't make a final decision, not yet. Obviously, Carmella's still in the mix with Sasha. Um, who knows, maybe we'll have a Belair versus Carmella match um, before it's all said and done with her and Sasha. We'll see. We'll definitely see. Um, and then, what else happened on SmackDown? Dominic Mysterio defeated King Corbin via pinfall with a frog splash. Which uh, Rey Mysterio hit under the ring prior to the finish to aid his son in getting the win. Cesaro defeated Daniel Bryan via submission in a phenomenal match, a five star match, hands down. Bailey defeated Ruby Riot via pinfall. Um, Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler defeated Otis and Gable via pinfall. Um, Big E defeated Apollo Crews and Sami Zayn via pinfall to win the inner to retain the Intercontinental Championship. Um, and Hulk Hogan appeared remotely to discuss the anniversary of his loss to Andre the Giant on the main event 33 years ago. And Hogan also warned Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns that whoever Edge faces at WrestleMania is in trouble. Hulk Hogan, I don't know why... We need you to tell these guys that, but okay. And that you see right there, you know, Hogan spoiled it for them. Because now it's obviously going to be Roman or McIntyre. And yes, you could you could say it was going to be them either way. <sighs> Fine, people. Fine. I'm, all right. Okay. Alright, I get it, people. Ladies and gentlemen, I get it. But this does not need to happen. People, this does not need to happen. The reason it does not need to happen the reason it doesn't need to happen it's for one thing and one thing only. Because you just spoiled the fans that Finn Balor will not be in the Royal Rumble. Will not be uh, one of Edge's challengers. That's why. And really, nobody wants to see Hulk Hogan. Really, nobody. Sorry to say it. There it is. Whoop, there it is. Whoop, there it is. <laughs> so, man. Sorry, guys. But, uh, some hey. Sometimes I got to say these things. But, ladies and gentlemen, let's get to Marquis fans. Let me give him a call. Let's do this. Let's get it on. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the one, the only, 
back on the show for probably the third or fourth time, but the first time in 2021. Marquise Fiennes, welcome back, bro. Hello, hello. Thanks for having me back. Brother, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Thought you forgot about me. No, never, never. You just our schedules just have not lined up, bro. Man. How you been though? How you been? I'm chilling, man. A little disappointed when it comes to wrestling, but Why what's going on? I don't know, man. It just doesn't seem the same. I mean I'm hyped, like the Royal Rumble was it wasn't bad. It was pretty good. It's just, I don't know. Just don't feel the same, you know. Is it? Could it possibly? Um, could it be because of the whole pandemic? Most likely, yeah. Cause it's just like, like I know what they're trying to do when it comes to the fans and stuff, but it's like it's not the same. Like you have to actually be there in person. Yeah, yeah. You know, not yeah. I feel you. Like I've done. I've done a few of the um the uh virtual, you know, where you watch it from your phone or whatever and yeah. you can see yourself in the show. I've done that. Um but yeah, bro, it ain't the same. <laughs> it's not the same. Yeah, no. Um I I feel you though. So, matter of fact, since we're talking about this, how do you feel about WrestleMania? actually having fans. If they play their cards right, I'll be happy. The WrestleMania card itself don't look like it's going to be too bad. Like, they have to do Bianca and Sasha. They have to. Like, I called Bianca to win, and she did. But she just, it has to be those two. Yeah, it's funny because um, I, p- I picked... Uh... I picked Bianca to win. I picked Edge to win. So, um, yeah, it was a good night for me, and I was happy. But, yeah, if, if let's say, Bianca wins. Well, she won, but let's say if she doesn't, if she challenges Oscar or Charlotte Flair, I don't want that. I want, bro, I want freaking Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair at WrestleMania. Has to happen. Edge, I feel like with Edge, I feel like he's gonna go for the NXT title. You think so? I feel like him and yeah, because I feel like for the universal title, I feel like Shinsuke is gonna fight Roman and Mania because they screwed him out. He was supposed to fight him at the Rumble and they screwed him over. Uh, I feel yeah. like they're just gonna have. So I feel like Reigns and Nakamura are gonna fight. I feel like McIntyre. I feel like he's either gonna fight. Shameless, or he's gonna play Keith Lee. Got you, I got think, you. I think Reyes is going for the NXT title. All right. I mean, yeah, ain't nothing. Uh, nothing wrong with it, man. I I like it to be honest. I w- my my thing is I don't want um I don't want. This is my 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 thought of it. I don't want necessarily Edge to challenge. Roman, because Roman's on a hell of a roll. Since Roman Reigns came back at WrestleMania, uh, not WrestleMania, SummerSlam, he's been on a roll. So I would not want him to to necessarily return then. Um, I tell all my friends all the time, I'll be like, yo, I'll be like, if he goes for Roman, 
he's going to do what Randy couldn't do. He's going to end Edge's career. Bro. Yeah. yeah. Tribal Chiefs don't play them games. Right. Yeah, not only that, but let's say if they give the title to Edge, what happens with Roman now? Like, all that steam, all the steam he had, it just, like... See? See? Uh-huh. You have to bring all that negativity. <laughs> That's negativity. See? I'm, like, a super Roman fan, so, like... Bro, I am, too. Don't do, get me wrong. Whatever he do, I'm rocking with it. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I I'm I'm a huge Roman fan too, even before this whole uh tribal chief. But bro, this is this is my fear right here. Cause we know how WWE is with their legends. And man, I just I rather him go after the WWE championship or like you said, NXT. He's never held an NXT championship before, so why not go for it, you know? That'd be, that'd be something new, like yeah. And look at last year. I don't look, think we ever really saw. I don't think we ever seen Edge and Reigns. I don't. I don't know if Edge fought McIntyre before, but um, I no, no, I don't before. think so. Maybe when McIntyre first started in WWE. Yeah, like because he came in at what, like the end of '09. Yeah. Edge was still around. I don't know if they fought each other one on one. Like even then, like no matter who he picks, it's gonna be a first time ever met. Yeah, yeah. But I feel, like, I feel like, see, now that we like say it in that way, I feel like he's gonna go through it because that'd be a bigger draw. Yeah. Now that I think about it, it's like it would, but Roman got to win. It would, but Roman got to win. Yeah, Roman's gonna catch that. He don't catch that W. He should yeah. be universal champion until he faces The Rock in two years. I totally agree. I agree the hell out of that. Yeah, let him let him hold it to freaking The Rock because we know that's gonna happen. But The Rock, he wants fans, bro. He ain't gonna. He ain't coming for half fans. Yeah, like they're gonna have people there this year, but it's only gonna be like twenty five or fifty percent. So, the Rock, he, but he's the Rock ain't gonna do it because the Rock, he wants a sold out arena, which I don't blame him. Hopefully, all this is over soon. I know, yeah, I'm ready for it to be over, because um, you know, people got plans, man. People got plans. <laughs> as soon as I see wrestling is coming to my city, I'm gone. I know, I did the same. Well, that's the messed up part. Before this pandemic started, before they started closing everything down, I was going to go the same week that wrestling was coming over here to Ohio. And, uh... Yeah, and then they canceled it. I was like, oh, man. So, yeah, I can't wait when they they start announcing we're going to other cities. Yeah, yeah. I was say, at this point, I feel like they should have just said fucking and just did it. Because AEW does it. Like, yeah, they don't have a lot of people there, but they still got people there. And I yeah. know, like, some of them are wrestlers, but some of them are, like, actual fans. Right. Well, that's what they're um they're saying now. Because I guess after WrestleMania, after WrestleMania, um, they won't WWE won't be able to do it in the stadium that they're doing it at right now. 
because um, that's the home of a baseball team, and that's around the time that baseball um, starts. So they're saying that they're going to have to find a new, uh, not a new arena, but they're going to have to start probably traveling. So they're probably going to have fans again. Which one? At the, the Raymond James Stadium? I, yeah, I would guess it would be there because um, since football season is going to be over this Sunday. Tomorrow, actually. <laughs> um, I, w- I would guess, unless they have another stadium. Just don't do it at don't do it at the performance center. Oh yeah, don't do it there. <laughs> no. No. Just, just do it wherever they did the Royal Rumble at. That looked like a nice little Yeah, yeah. That well that's the thing. That's um that's the baseball the baseball arena. They'll probably do it there till like April. Yeah. But yeah, man. But yeah, what's been going on with you? Talk to me about yourself. Chilling, man. Trying to get my life together anymore. Yeah. I stay busy. I stay out of trouble. Yeah, do that, man. I don't know if you've seen, but like this. People, this body is just dropping like every day. Like it's crazy. Bro, I see it. If it ain't on the news about like Redding or, or Ohio or anywhere else. You see all these famous people. Yeah. All these famous people are just dropping like freaking flies, bro. People just dropping left and right. It's, it's yeah. Time, yeah. Yeah, so be safe out there because it ain't no joke, bro. No joke. I'll be right here in the crib. Bro. I hear you. And I'm going down soon, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> we going to chill. Yeah, definitely. Let me know when y'all touch down, bro. I'll definitely come, like... Of course, yeah, I'll let you know. Yeah, I, we're thinking April, so definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just need time for Right, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, everything's, everything's good, you know. Same old, same old. Um, But um, I want to get your thoughts, though. Other Like, have you been keeping, I know last time we talked, you said you don't keep up too much with AEW. Have you changed your mind as of late? I I don't like watch the full show. Like I watch the highlights afterwards. Like I just watched the the beach break. I think it's called. Yeah, yeah. I just watched that. That was that was pretty nice. I liked it. That's good. But That's good. <laughs> the thing with AEW is. <laughs> Why did my man Snoop do a frog splash from the top rope? Man, that frog splash, frog splash oh looked weak, bro. I'm like, man, why y'all? Do, why did y'all do freaking uh my man Snoop like that, man? He was probably high as a kite too. Yo, high as a mother. No. Man, he's so tall that his knees hit the floor before his body did. Yeah, did you see what Sasha Banks said? Yeah, she's like, we gotta work on that. Yeah. <laughs> on top of that, why they got, why they got my father Shaq? Oh, Cody Rhodes, like, man. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know what's going. AEW, yeah, because you remember a few months ago they had Mike Tyson, and then uh, now they had Snoop. Now they they're gonna have uh, 
what's his name? Uh, so yeah, Shaq. So, so like usually it's WWE, and that's what I don't get. They were killing WWE because they bring in all these all these people, <laughs> and now it's like, oh no, we're gonna do it now. Like really? <laughs> right, and then all of a sudden WWE want to have Bad Bunny come out at the Royal Rumble and do his thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cross bodies off the top rope. <laughs> oh, I don't know, right now I feel like that's what it's all about right now. Like, they're just going to be bringing in celebrities. Which, yeah. bro, like certain people like Snoop Dogg I love seeing, but they put him in a bad spot there. Bad Bunny, I love seeing uh, Shaq. Even Shaq, I love Shaq when he joined when he showed up at the rump, uh, not the Rumble at the um, at WrestleMania and the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. I love that. But well, I was like, I, I didn't even know he came out to the Panda song. Yeah, yeah. Like, Who the hell is that? Like, she goes, oh, she's running down. I said, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> but big ass shoes and stuff. Oh, oh my god. Yeah, yeah. But my here's my big thing about this. How when I, when I watch when I watch certain stuff like this, it's like all right, cool. Give me a little bit of this, but give me more wrestling. I don't want to see a lot of entertainment, you know, like all all these weddings and all this. Like, man, come on, bro. I can't. I can't, bro. Like, there's certain things where I'm just like, all right, like the Bad Bunny, I. I enjoyed it. It wasn't that bad. I really did enjoy it. The Snoop Dogg thing, I enjoyed it until I seen the frog splash. Um, <laughs> I'm hoping the Shaq thing works out, man. I'm kind of nervous, though. I don't know if it will. You don't go for a frog splash, too. That man, he better not. You'll <laughs> be like, Shaq, go to the top room. Oh, my God. The brother barely, barely jumped. To dunk a basketball, he's gonna about to jump off the top room. <laughs> you better knock it off, man. I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, I think. But my favorite, my definitely my favorite has been uh, Pat McAfee. Oh, what's he up to? Well, Where's he been? I haven't seen him on NXT in a while. I think like he's you know like he did last time, just take a little break, and then he'll surprise us. And just beat beat the crap out of Adam Cole. That's what Pete done. I know he and Balor are fighting for the NXT title. Yeah, man, that's gonna be a hell of a match. A hell of a match. But no, I just I like Pat McAfee. Like the stuff he was doing in the ring was he could have sold this as an actual wrestler if we didn't know he was a punter in the NFL. No, definitely could have. So when I seen him fight Adam Cole, I was like, oh damn, like. Yeah, yeah. My boy got moves. I was like, wow. You know who else? Now that we're talking about people who surprised me with their moves, that Reginald dude that's with Carmella. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Him he too. Knows. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Even though I don't know, I don't know if he's what. What does he do? Is he a celebrity too? I don't even know. He looked like he looked like a broke version of. Daniel Hudson, but I don't, yeah. know actually, I don't know if he's actually a celebrity, celebrity, but Let I feel me like see. they won't sign him to a contract, but we'll see him at NXT at some point. So. Yeah. But he is, he is very 
Let me see. I'm, I'm Googling him right now. I want to see uh, who this dude is. Because, yeah, maybe he's a, a celebrity. Maybe maybe he's just, yeah, one of them performance, the performance center guys, probably. I feel like he's probably one of those people that were just at the performance center. They was like, all right, we're going to put you with this girl. We're going to be here long. Yeah, let's see. Um, let me see. Doesn't seem uh okay. I got something here. It says uh he got signed to last year in twenty twenty in January to the Performance Center class. Um, he signed with NXT. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> That's all we have on him. <laughs> I guess he, yeah, I guess he just got signed to NXT. You know, he was in the Performance Center for a little bit. Now uh, he's uh, in um, on SmackDown with uh, Carmella. So, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the dude, you can obviously tell he definitely, he's made for that. You know, um, it's just going to, you know, seeing if he can actually live, live up to the hype that he's getting. Because a lot of people like him. A lot of people like him. I can see him, like, winning, like, the IC belt or something at some point. Yeah. Yeah. What would be surprised? So one thing, what did you think about the surprises from the Royal Rumble? Ooh, I mean, you had people Victoria like Carlito show up. What happened? I love. I was in love with Victoria back in the day, so that was, <laughs> was, was it for me. Yeah. Like, oh, who else do we have? Uh, we had Carlito. I don't know why they keep the Hurricane at this point. I don't like. Pick him as a surprise entrance because he's there like every year now. So it's like, you know, you know, he don't do nothing. He just gets to the ring <laughs> and just gets tossed out. Like <laughs> he came out the one year, Cena eliminated him like he was nothing. He came yeah. out this year. I don't know who he got eliminated by. I think he got eliminated by like Lashley and Biggie. I think. But, you know what? Do you know what this hurricane reminds me of? What? You know when when we're growing up. Like 2003, 2012, you had a fit hurricane. That that was the Walmart brand, right? And then you had you got this hurricane of 2020, and he's like the Dollar Tree brand <laughs> or the Wish. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I Hey, he's my man too, but man, you you can't lie. The dude, he's not. You can't do it no more. King, I was hyped about King. I was too. I was too. And you heard that all that all the money that he got paid for being in the match, he donated that to Tennessee, I think. Damn, that's that's dope. What's he the mayor of Tennessee, right? I think yeah, I think it's Tennessee. If I'm not incorrect. Yeah, wherever he's the mayor, he donated the money. Let me see. Uh, 
And then, all right, what did you think? Why look, um, who's the mayor? Who, where is he the mayor at? What did you think of Damian Priest on the Rumble on Raw? I feel like if they, if they use him right, he, he can be a big star. Man. Like, I feel like the people that come from NXT events should just like Triple H, like, work on that. Like, yeah. They came from your show, so I'm going to let you have that. Because they mean they pretty season. He's good. Like, retribution, they need help desperately at this point. But Damian Priest, I feel like he'll go far. I think too. I think also too. I think he will, just from the simple simple fact. I don't know if you've seen, but they had um, they had him and Edge talking backstage, and Edge was basically like, "Dude, you're gonna be the next biggest talent in the WWE," just like what the Undertaker did with John Cena back in two thousand and three. Yeah, I did. Yeah, they had like the pictures of it, and I was like, "That's dope. That is, that's dope, man." And if the Hall of Famer is telling you that, like, that must, it must count for something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you see, you hear about that? What's that dude's name? There's some big, like, white dude. He's he signed the NXT. He kind of looked like Brock Lesnar. I seen that. I seen that today. What's up with that? I don't know, but we got another brother. We got our generation of a Brock Lesnar now. So oh man, I don't want it, bro. Yeah, Paul Heyman wants him to be like a Paul Heyman guy. So if Paul Heyman takes him over, like that's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you remember that where he just yeah, in six months he defeated one of the greatest uh WWE superstars ever. Speaking of Brock, do you think he's he's coming back from India? Well they're talking about it. They're saying um you know, obviously there's talking about Edge and Roman, they're talking about uh, the Rock and Roman, and then Brock Lesnar and Roman. So we might get another Roman and Brock Lesnar match, which I'm not gonna lie to you, I don't mind because of the whole story they can do with Paul Heyman right now. Um, but I don't know, man. I have that another fear. I have that also that fear that WWE, since Vince McMahon loves his fucking legends. He just says, yeah, Brock, take the title away from Roman. Yeah, because this is what the people want. Even though they <laughs> give it to the, the bigger talents coming up now, instead of bringing the legends back. I know. Like, oh, did somebody say legends? All right, I got you. But I that's know. That's the thing. With me, I feel like Vince, like his mind, like he's living in the past. Like, yeah. For the new generation. And it's like, that's where Triple H should tell him. It's not just Triple H, because I feel like Stephanie and Shane could help, too. But it's like... All right, all right. I know, but that's like that's like my fear. Because, um, like, when Goldberg... Goldberg came back for the Royal Rumble to face Drew. I'm like, oh, my oh, fuck. Yeah, oh, shit. Um, I was going for Drew, <laughs> but I thought they were going to give it to this dude. I know. I'm just like, WWE, if you do that, bro, I'm done with y'all. <laughs> Why would you give us a goal? What is he going to do? I know, yeah. Like, he's not going to help you out. 
No, not at all. I know they were even talking about a freaking uh Roman and Goldberg match at WrestleMania. I'm like, no, I don't I don't want it. I don't want to see that. Yeah, it's like, why do you, why do y'all think, do you guys not see social media? Right, that's what, I be telling my, my brother-in-law, I be like, well, like, if the writers can't come up with, like, stories, the book and stuff, like, go online, look at people's comments, and a lot of people do be having, like, good little scenarios, like, oh, what if this happened, and this, and this, but, yeah. I feel like if WWE was really about the fans, if they really listened to the fans, yeah, there would be a. It would be everything. Yeah, it would. It would. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it, bro. I really don't. Um. It's it's definitely interesting. It definitely is. Um. I found out uh, Kane is the mayor of Knox County in Tennessee. Yes, he is. But yeah, man, it's uh, it's definitely man, it's uh, definitely uh. Tough time with no fans, but then also like you get like good pay per views like the Royal Rumble, and you're like, uh, you're just like, bro, we need fans. <laughs> no, it's like when they was there through all other years, you're like, yeah, like these fans, uh, it'd be better if they weren't there. Not that we. Know what it's like without them being there. It's like, yeah, like we want them back. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, because like, let's say, all right, we're gonna have. Imagine if we had instead of half an arena full. Imagine if we had a full arena full, where it's let's say Edge versus Roman or The Rock versus Roman. Bro, that it would. Oh my! Could you imagine the the fans? Roman's getting booed out the building worse than how it was in 2015. And you know what? This year, I would be okay with it. Him any year now. Him getting booed out because he's a he's a heel. But back then, when people were like, "You can't wrestle," what happened? Like I'm saying, like if you're a face, like the whole purpose is for people to cheer for you. Right. Yeah. If they could pull this card out. Back in 2015, him being the whole tribal chief and all that, like, he, there wouldn't have been no Seth Rollins. Like, for real, for real, like, the authority in the Seth Rollins thing, if they did the tribal chief, it would have been Roman. Right. They could have, instead of having Seth Rollins, they could have, they could have got Roman, and then they could have just built him up as the tribal chief. But if they would have did this four or five years ago, it yeah. would have been cool. Like, it's kind of late now, and the fact that they pulled it out, and there's no fans to, like, really react to it. It's like... Right, because that's like... Let's say if there would have been fans when Roman came back and you having not heal Roman Reigns, he turns on everyone and does everything he's doing since he's been back. The fans would have loved, loved it. 
I loved it, bro. They wouldn't have even been booing him for real. Like, I feel like they would have been cheering him. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. He's the top heel right now. Right, yeah. 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 And on top of that, look at his mic skills now compared to back in the day. Like, right, you remember where everybody was like, oh, he doesn't have uh, mic skills. <laughs> and now look at him. His mic skills are off the charts. Like, it's crazy. Like, you can sit there and actually listen to him talk without, like, like, you know, I haven't heard him mess up on a line or anything. Like, All right. Yeah, he'd be talking for a minute. Yeah, because you would think it'd be like Paul, since he's with Paul Heyman, Paul Heyman would be the one really talking. But no, it's, uh, yeah, it's, um, <laughs> it's Roman usually doing the talking. And obviously now that when Jimmy Uso comes comes back, that's going to be a thing too. So that's going to be exciting as hell. Yeah, I, I, I got that same feeling as, you know, as we start getting fans in, it's definitely going to be a hell of a year for fans. Thank I God. I feel like once the fans come back, like, that's when, that's when WWE is going to pull out the big guns. Like, I feel like they have stuff planned that they want to do. Like, I know I say this every time that we're on, we're on the podcast together, but I just feel it. Like, see, I'm pumped, bro. I, I I know. Like, I was watching a video earlier today from when Vince was on the Stone Cold podcast. Yeah. And he was like, Stone Cold was like, all right. He's like, do you want to just talk about CM Punk? And then he was like, Vince apologized about, he was like, the whole Punk getting his termination papers on his wedding day. He was like, that was a coincidence. He was like, I apologize for that. He's like, he hopes that one day him and Punk can work together again. So, Vince is open to the idea. As much as Punk says he would, he won't come back. I feel like if Vince really needs him, that he'll throw him mad cash to have him back, and Punk will take it because he already pretty much said that it would take a lot of money to make Punk go back. Yeah, but I feel like at this point, Vince like with Roman like or SmackDown, they. They barely have like faces. Like they're, now they're turning. I think they're turning Cesaro face. They're turning Nakamura face. Like they don't really have like a good thing when it comes to heels and like Kevin Owens is pretty much the top baby face right now. And Reigns is the top heel. If you bring, if you either put Edge on SmackDown or bring CM Punk back and have him face Reigns for the Universal Title. Like, even then, that could have been a suitable replacement. If Punk would have wanted to come back to fight Reigns at Mania for the Universal title, I would have been alright with that. They're going to have fans, at least there would have been some people there to, to witness that. Right, right. And like you said, like CM Punk, I've said, I said it last week on the podcast. I know he ain't going to come back yet because I probably because of fans. But I believe if this pandemic would have never happened, he probably either he would have been at this year's Royal Rumble or he would have showed up the night after WrestleMania. Definitely. And I think, real for all, like, don't even put him with Roman. Like, him and, I think if he comes back and when he comes back, his first rivalry has to be against Seth Rollins. It has to. 
Yeah, or you can send them to MXT that, and have shit talking they're doing to each other on Twitter and all that. Like, yeah, yeah. Or, I feel like that could have happened at the Rumble. Like, instead of having, like, you know how they had Strowman come out of number 30? Like, yeah. I was all right with that. Yeah, but yeah. At the same time, I feel like if the crowd was there and everything, Punk would came out at 30. Because Rollins came out at 29, and then Punk could have came out at 30. And Strowman could have came out at 28. I still would have been all right with that. Right. Punk, I feel like Punk coming back up. And with the whole Strowman thing, if you're going to have him come out at 30, why have him come out? Friday before that. Why not just save him for the Rumble? Exactly. That's why I didn't like. like Alright, you brought him out on Friday Night Smackdown and then you made him number 30 in the number one Rumble. Like, 30 is supposed to be that spot where everybody's like, yo, like, where's, where's the last one? Who is it? Who is it? At this point, as soon as Rollins came out at 29, I was like, Strowman has to be 30. I was like, he just came back on Friday and then he came off and down. I was like, it's the thing is, it's not as, like, Unpredictable as it was back in the day. Like, right, right. Yeah, and hopefully. Social media and all that now, like, they leak too much stuff. Like, and then it's not the same. Right, that's a problem, too. And hopefully we get back to a little bit of normalcy once, um, you know, this pandemic starts to slow down and we're, everybody, most of us got vaccines and stuff. Hopefully, yeah. you, you know, we'll have more fans, more packed arenas and hopefully more surprises and a lot of more great things, man. Cause it, like you said, it's hard to just be like, yeah, CM Punk, go ahead with not even having fans there. All right. You got the, the Thunderdome, but really you don't have fans there. And that's tough for guys like CM Punk, The Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Hulk Hogan. That's tough for those guys. It is. Cause they're like the top. The top guys, like, they want people there to be like, oh, like, oh he's back. Like, yeah. One day. Man. At this point, all we can do is like, keep our fingers crossed. Yeah, it's going to be good, though. Yeah. I'm ready for Mania. I definitely got to get you on that show for Mania, though. Because we got to talk about a lot of stuff. Um. But man, it was just gonna get you back on. Yeah, I got you. De- definitely for mania. Definitely. Time, bro. I'll be always. It's always a pleasure being on the podcast. Absolutely. Now I got one more question for you. So, Super Bowl is tomorrow. Who do I got? Who do you got, bro? My man, Tom Brady, all the way. There we go. That's who I'm going with, too. I got the Buccaneers. Um, yeah, explain why you got the Buccaneers, to be honest. My man, Tom. That's it? And, yeah, Buccaneers was never in the Super Bowl. If they were, God knows how long he's been. But Tom Brady went over there, and now all of a sudden in the Super Tom Brady's, like... When it comes to football, bro, Tom Brady, he's a god, bro. Like, Definitely. He does stuff. He's like the uh, – I don't know how people are going to feel about it, but he's like the LeBron of football because LeBron's been on a lot of teams. He took a lot of teams, a lot of – like the Cavaliers? Yeah. How many times he took them to the championship? Like, yeah, Tom yeah. Brady, no matter what, like, 
I feel like that's for real. Like everything that Tom Brady touches and turns to gold because look what he did for the Patriots. Like look what he did for the the Buccaneers. Like if he wasn't on that team, there's no way Buccaneers would have made it. Nah, I totally agree with you on that one. They would have never made it, yeah. There's like Tom. And I know him and him and Mahomes, like I know he wants to get him back from when the Chiefs beat the Patriots. I know he wants to get him back. Yeah. He's like, so this is what we're going to do. And this is what he's going to do. But, well, don't get me wrong, Patrick, he's dope too. Like, he's a good-ass quarterback too. But Tom, like, even when Tom knows that he has nothing to prove, he always feels like he has something to prove. Right. That's, the mind, that's what I like about him. Like, he got that mindset where, like, okay, I proved a lot, but I feel like I have to prove more. Right, right. And yeah. that's what he did. Like, with the Buccaneers, that's what he did. Yeah. He said, All right, I'm that this team ain't just, like, one of those squash teams. Like, I'm going to get y'all a championship. I'm going to get y'all to the championship game. That's what he did. Yeah, absolutely. I love it, bro. I love it. Man, thank you for your pick. Um, thank you for your insight on wrestling. I always love having you. Um, I do have the Buccaneers also, obviously, because of Tom Brady. And the Buccaneers team as a whole, they're they're real good. They're real good. Thanks to Tom Brady, obviously, for the most part. Um, but yeah, man, thank you. And matter of fact, man, one day I might have you on my sports podcast and we can talk about a little bit about that too. Um so, uh, yeah, man, thank you. I'll talk to you soon, and thank you for stopping by. Always, always. Thank you. All right, bro. Be safe. You too, bro, bro. All right. Peace. Peace. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Marquise Fames stopped by on the podcast, and we talked about pro wrestling. He gave a Super Bowl pick. And there you have it. Now I want to send my condolences to Chris Wessling from Around the NFL, uh, a show I, I love watching. I love, sorry, not love watching, love hearing. I watch, I hear it all the time, and uh, I, uh, it's sad. It's a sad time, man. My condolences go to his family, and uh, I pray that uh, that they'll be all right. Um, and it's tough. It really is. It's never an easy task to 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 lose a loved one really um so my prayers go out to y'all and uh hopefully um yeah you get everything will be all right all right ladies and gentlemen thank you it was great having marquise fans it's great talking about some pro wrestling talk great talking about this week um next week i'm actually gonna probably have my wife on so we could give our predictions on takeover all right um so ladies and gentlemen thank you this is husband father Three, two, one, podcaster. This is the Mark Cologne on the Mark Cologne Wrestling Podcast. Yes, that's right. And I will see you guys next week. Goodbye.